This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Let's dive into scripture and let's see where God will take us today in the name of Jesus. I came to stir you up. I came to motivate you. I came to invigorate you to a higher level of faith. Let's begin reading in the word of God. According to, we, we kind of touched on this a little bit on Sunday, so let me bring it in today and then we'll, we'll build after that in the name of Jesus. According to Genesis chapter 15 verses 4 through 6 in the message translation, it reads this way, then God's message came to Abraham saying, a son from your body will be your heir. Then he took him outside and said, look at the sky, count the stars, can you do it? Count your descendants, you're going to have a big family, Abram. And he believed, he believed God. And God declared him, set right with God. I love that. God declared him, set right with God. God. I want God to declare you and I want God to declare me set right with God. Just like Abraham, we need a vision of hope. Hope is the image inside of our hearts in which faith becomes the substance. We read the scripture today, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and faith is the evidence of things not seen. I need you to get a revelation that faith and hope work together. Faith and hope are partners. Now let me read another passage of scripture. Let me read, um, let me read Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verses 24 and 25. I'm reading this from the God's Word translation. The reason I read from different translations is it helps me to understand the Word of God just a little bit better. Romans chapter 8, verse 24 begins reading this way. We were saved with this hope in mind. If we hope for something we already see, it's really not hope. Who hopes for what can be seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. I don't have to hope for this microphone. I already have it in my hand, I already see it. I don't have to hope for what I see or what I already have in hand. Isaiah chapter 26 and verse three says, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. This word mine here is translated your imagination or it could be translated your hope. So you could say the Lord will keep you in perfect peace when your hope is on him. We sang today, we set our hope on you. We set our hope on your love. We set our hope on the one who is the everlasting God. You get to set 
your hope. You get to strategically position your hope, and your faith is what brings your hope into manifestation. A great man of God, Andrew Womack, said, your imagination is your ability to see with your heart what you can't see with your eyes. So your hope enables you to see in your heart what you don't see with your eyes. Are you getting a revelation? When God told Abraham that he was, Abram at that time, that he was going to be the father of many nations, he was an old man and his wife was old and they had been trying for years and they had never conceived a son. Now you're going to wait till I'm an old man and tell me to look at the stars. See if you can count the stars. This is how your descendants are going to be. What was God doing? God was helping Abraham to get a hope. He was painting something on the canvas of his imagination. We need hope. Hope is what paints the picture that we want to see. God gives us the desire. He gives us the picture on the, in the eyes of our understanding, on the eyes of our heart. We paint it on the canvas of our imagination, and it is our faith that brings it off of the page and puts it into our lives. Do you remember the, the example that I told you on Sunday? Faith is the rope, but hope is the anchor. We, we rope what we want, we apprehend it, I already have it. I have it by the rope and I gotta keep pulling with excitement, with patience, with great anticipation until I have it in my hand. But the calf is what I hoped for. I had to see it before I could actually see it. Come on, I don't wanna sound like riddles and rhymes in here, but you have to see it with the eyes of your heart before you can see it in your hand. Come on, we pray the prayer, and I pray it all the time, that the eyes of your understanding are flooded with light. The eyes of your understanding, you've got to see something in your mind, you've got to see something in your thought process, you've got to see something in your imagination, you have to see something with your hope. You've got to see it before you actually see it. Can you get a revelation in here? Let me read another passage of scripture. This is found in uh, Psalm number, I think I moved my marker. Psalm number 42, Psalm number 42. I'm reading this scripture because I need you to refocus, refocus so that we set our hope. Remember, hope and faith are partners. Hope is the anchor and faith is the rope. We need hope to anchor us when situations look bleak. When the storms of life are raging, I need a hope that will anchor me until the manifestation comes and my faith apprehends it and puts it in my hand. I hope you're getting a revelation. Let's read right here in Psalm number 40. Two, Psalm number, the book of Psalms, uh, number 42, and I'll begin reading it, stanza one. It says, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. Remember, man is a tripartite being. There's three parts to man. Man is a spirit who lives inside of a body, and he possesses, he owns, he controls the soul. The soul has reference to your mind, will, 
emotions, imagination, and your intellect. He says, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Listen, stanza three, my tears have been my food day and night while they continually say to me, where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude and I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. But why are you cast down, O oh my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for you shall yet praise him for the help of your countenance. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me, therefore I will remember. Let's stop and let's pause right here. When we talk about hope, hope has many synonyms that will help us to understand how important hope is to the manifestation of our faith. Oftentimes we major, major, major on the faith part, but faith needs the partner of hope. So when you talk about hope, you're talking about your thoughts, not just fleeting thoughts, but those thoughts that you meditate on. When you talk about hope, you're talking about your imagination, not childlike imagination, but imagining your future, imagining the things that you desire. You're using, you're using the, the mind's eye to ascertain some things. It has reference to meditation. What are you meditating on? What are you remembering? What are the things that you think about all the time? Now, the way that the, the mind is designed, the mind often thinks in picture images. The mind often thinks in picture images. So I need the picture image, I need the hope, so that when my faith apprehends it, I know I can see it because I've already saw it. I've got to see it before I can see it. I've got to see it before I can see it manifested in my life. Are you getting a revelation right here? I need my hope intact. Here we see the psalmist saying, why are you cast down? He's talking to himself. He's like, so why are you discouraged? Why are you disquieted? What's going on? Why has your countenance changed? Why are you looking like you have a lot going on in your mind? Why are you looking sad? Why are you looking like someone that has no hope, hopeless? Remember, we need our hope because hope is our anchor. And oftentimes when we lose hope, the anchor is no longer holding us. So a lot of times we feel blue, we feel melancholy, we feel depressed because the canvas of our imagination has gone blank. I need something on my canvas for my faith to go get for me. I need something on my canvas to anchor me when, when trouble comes my way, when it says, when they were saying, what did it say? Right here, it says, while they say continually, where is your God? Have you ever released your faith for something and then people begin to taunt you? 
I thought you said you were going to get a new car. I thought you said you were going to get married. I thought you said, I thought you said, I thought you, where is God? Where is God? Where? And it almost begins to discourage you unless you keep your hope alive. Keep your hope on point. Now, the problem or the difficulty comes is when you don't have nothing, when there's nothing on the canvas of your imagination, your hope is not functioning properly. You have to have your, your functioning hope in order to send it out, your faith, to bring it into manifestation. I hope y'all getting a revelation right here. Faith and hope work together. Because we think in pictures and we think in images, those are hopes, things that we're hoping for. Are you listening to me? So if I say the word dog, most of you saw a dog. It was either your dog, a childhood dog, a big dog, or a little dog. And the more word that I add to the dog, the more plain your picture becomes. If I say a black dog, now you have a different image. If I say a big black dog, a big black dog with a long tail, not the more word that I put on it, the more image you get, the clearer the picture becomes. The reason why we become hopeless is because we're not putting word to what we're hoping for. We've got to put word to what we're hoping for so the picture can become crystal clear. Am I making faith to anybody? So when a hopeless situation arises, I hear people say this. I've heard people say, oh, my mom is dying from cancer. That just hurts my heart when I hear them say it. You know why they say that? Because that's the image that they have. The image, and the more that they put the word on that image, the more the manifestation. So did you know that your faith works both ways? The, your faith will bring that in, into manifestation. Instead of saying, my mama's resisting cancer. My mama's walking in health and healing against cancer. That has a whole different image, doesn't it? Hope is the image that I need. It's my thoughts. It's my imagination. It's what I meditate on. It's what I remember. It's what I think about over and over and over and over again. And oftentimes our hoping is malfunctioning. So because we have a malfunction in our hope area, our faith is not operating well for us. Oh, gosh. Let me try to give you a revelation on it. When I paint the picture on the canvas of my imagination, I have a right to go into the spiritual realm and visit the picture that God has given me as often as I need to visit it so that my hope is on point, so that my faith works for me. Have you ever put a puzzle together? You pour all the pieces out on the table and you set the, you set the picture on the puzzle box upright so that you can keep going back to the puzzle and look at it because this is what's going to bring the picture clearer and then you're putting the action part to it because faith is an action word. Am I making faith to anybody? So here's, a, here's an example. When we use a GPS, 
The GPS can only tell you where you are right now if you don't tell it where you want to go. My hope tells my faith where to go. When I plug in my destination into the GPS, I had a picture of where I wanted to go. That was my hope. When I plugged it in to the GPS, the global positioning system, that automatically put in route the steps that I need to take step by step to get to what I told it I was hoping for. I'm hoping to go to my house. So when I leave here tonight, I, I know what my house looks like. I've been there before. I've traveled there on the canvas of my imagination. I've took the route there so I know how to get there. If I sit in the parking lot and just keep thinking about my house, I'm never going to get there. I've got to put some corresponding action to what I hope for. What is the thing that you're hoping for? What is the picture that is in your mind, in your hearts, in the eyes of your understanding, the eyes of your heart? Am I making faith to anybody? The songwriter said, he said, why are you cast down, my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Then he gave his own self the answer. He said, hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. It doesn't look good right now. Things may look hopeless right now, but when I put my hope on God, I get encouraged. My, faith, my hope is what encourages me, and my hope is what looses my faith to bring it into manifestation. Come on, the enemy is always going to try to tell you that there is no hope, and you might as well give up. Have the enemy ever lied to you like that? Maybe you've been believing God for a maid or believing God for a car, believing God for a house, and things haven't materialized just yet. Don't you dare throw down the rope of faith. All you have to do is go back in the word of God to get a clearer picture. Come on. The more word I put to it, the clearer the picture becomes. Am I making faith? Have you ever walked into a house or walked into a room? You redecorate the whole room. Now, you just can't live in, a, in the imagination realm. You've got to bring the sofa in and put it there. You've, when the movers move me in, they said, Mrs. Ellis, where do you want this? How did I know where to put stuff? I already had it in my mind. I already imagined it. I already set my hope on it. Are you listening to me? Listen to me. I was thinking the other day, oftentimes when, I'm not bashing men or anything, but oftentimes when men move furniture, they'll move stuff in the middle and just set it all in the middle of the floor. And I was like wondering, why do they all just set the stuff in the middle of the floor? Well, if you have not put words to it and you've not helped them to see a picture, you told them to move the furniture, they did just that, move it. You've got to put words, you've got to give a picture You've got to give a vision. Without a, a vision, people perish. People run with the lack of restraint. And you cannot expect anybody to go beyond the picture that you've given them. So we get upset with people because they have not fulfilled the picture that we have in our, but you have not put word to it. you got to put word to the picture. And the more word that you put to the picture, the clearer the picture becomes. That's what your hope is. And remember, faith and hope are partners. Oh, God, I need you to get a revelation because I'm running out of time. God told Abram, and you, you, can you imagine 
All these years he's been believing God for a child, and now he's telling people, don't call me Abram no more. Call me Abraham, which means father of many nations. Well, why would we do something like that? Don't worry about it. I'm working on something. God took him outside and said, look up at the stars. What was he doing? Here's a canvas. Here's something, look up. You've been looking down too long. You've been looking at your situation too long. You've been working at your, looking at your circumstance too long. Look up at the stars. There are so many stars. Try to count them. You cannot count the number of stars that there is. That's how your descendants are going to be. What was he doing? That was the canvas of his imagination. Therefore, it empowered Abraham. Listen, it anchored Abraham so that Abraham could hope against hope. When it seemed like the situation was hopeless, I could hope anyway because I got a clear picture. I can see clearly now. Come on, I'm sure he saw all of his peers, all of his friends having children, their children were growing up, and, and it was messing him up. It was messing him up in his mind, but when God said, look, this is, this is, your, this is your canvas. All them children, all them stars are children. All of those stars are descendants. It triggered something inside of Abraham so that he could hope against hope. The Bible said his body was like his dead and his wife's body was like his dead. So he, I can believe against a dead body because God has quickened me. He has quickened something. He has caused the eyes of my understanding to be flooded with light. Now I can see what I couldn't see. Your hope will cause you to see what you couldn't see. See, are you listening to me? Let me close with my story here. Many of you know my twins, Miracle Babies. They were due to be born on January the 28th, which is my mom's birthday. They were born on October the 29th, so they were born very, very prematurely, and they had some health challenges initially. So I remember the day that they wanted to do emergency heart surgery on Gabriel. And the nurse came to me. She said, well, Mrs. Ellis, would you like to come see Gabriel for the last time? I don't know why she said it that way, but I know I was provoked. I said, I ain't going in there. I'll see him when he comes out. Now, I could have went in there fear and trembling on her words, but I had to change the picture that she painted for me and paint a brand new picture. I'm not going to go in there and see him for the last time. I'm going to see him come out. I'm going to see him healthy. I'm going to see him strong. Am I making faith to anybody? And what did I do? I saw him when he came out. My little newborn baby, he had so many health challenges, he didn't get released from the hospital until he was almost six months old. But I'll never forget, I'm closing right here, I'll never forget that day. I had two bassinets on the side of my bed. I had baby Gabby in one bed, and one bassinet, and I had an empty bassinet there as well. As I looked over in Gabby's bassinet, I saw her sleeping soundly, and I looked over into the empty bassinet, and in the empty bassinet, I saw my baby looking back up at me. I jumped up in the middle of the bed and started shouting, glory to God, hallelujah, because I knew if I could see it, I would see it. I knew that once the canvas of my imagination was filled with living color, that Thing would anchor me in the midst of every doctor's report, in the midst of every storm, and I had a right to send out my rope of faith 
to apprehend what I was believing God for. And with the excitement and enthusiasm, I can pull on the rope of faith until what I had apprehended, I already had it with the rope, but now I had it in my hand. I'm telling you, the psalmist said, so why are you disquieted? Why are you depressed? Here's the antidote, hope in God. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.